0: Welcome back to Alliances Heroes, where heroes in business align. To be part of our super community and find out more about Alliances, visit www.alliances.com. All right. Well, welcome back. And again, so much stuff is going welcome on. Back As to always, a- you know, now we've done, are you ready for this? Over 1,500 interviews. Does this, it does with us, the Alliances Hero Show. Thank you for the feedback I recently had when we had on the co-founder and former CEO of Pandora. So make sure that you go to alliances.com. That's E-L-I-A-N-C-E-S.com. Are you ready for this? We have with us the CEO of Puffin Drinkware, that's Scott Allen, and former CEO of Hydro Flask, along with Tyrone Hazen, founder of Puffin Drinkware. You can reach them at puffindrinkware.com and if you're watching listening i'm going to give you p u f f i n d r i n k w e a r .com welcome to the show both of you
1: thank you david yeah
2: i really appreciate being appreciate being here david
0: all right let's jump right in how why did puffin drink wear start how did it all come to be
2: Sure. Yeah, I'll I'll take that one. So a handful of years ago, I was hanging with some friends around a a barbecue and fire pit in the backyard and having some drinks and sharing stories with friends. And a friend handed me uh, what seemed to be a koozie made out of the remnants of an old sleeping bag. And in in holding it and seeing the bottle of beer in in my hand, it just, I immediately snapped back to my 1980s sleeping bag. And so this image of a, a puffy, kind of mummy bag style sleeping bag around my beer bottle seemed like it, it made sense at the time. And we uh, were founded in a t- town called Bend, Oregon. We're here in the in the central mountains, uh, centralized in the, in the state. And we're known for beer. We've got about 30 breweries for a small town of about 100000 people. And we're known for the outdoors. So that cross pollination of beer and outdoors and putting my beer in a sleeping bag just seemed like something the world needed at the time. So we, we ran with it and uh, we, now we're just running to keep up. How do you though you know come from the idea
0: to actual inception, right? I mean you know and the the design and everything of that, like I mean that takes a lot of work. People that don't know, never done it before, have no idea, right, of the
2: amount of work that just goes into it. It it does absolutely. Thank thank you for the question. So that was one of my largest challenges. I don't come from a background of product development. Uh, I mostly you know real estate background. So that was something I've been chasing for years, trying to figure out how to go about taking an idea from concept in my mind all the way through this production process into mass manufacturing. And so as luck would have it, I live here in Bend, Oregon, and we have uh, a really supportive community for entrepreneurs and a lot of the companies that are here that exist already, um, like the Hydro Flasks of the world. Um, we have access to people that have been in those companies since day one. And so they can provide a lot of guidance and connections and walk through all those questions like, hey, well, I've got this idea. What do I do? What's the first step? What's the second step? So I had tried a couple of things in the past. So I had a, a, a little bit of a process, a little bit of a pathway down down uh, the process and reached out some to some contacts and say, I've got this idea. What do I do with it? And they you know, kind of said, hey, we'll go talk to these folks and they can get a prototype going for you. I had my mom do an initial prototype. keeping nice. the family in it. Yeah, and so, you know, you just kind of push your way through. Obviously, as an entrepreneur and someone creating a new product, you're doing something that at least in the way you're doing it hasn't been done before. So it's, it's necessary to recognize that you're going to have hurdles and friction along the way. That's part of the process. You run into a roadblock, you find a way through it, and then you just you keep, you keep moving.
0: Sure, sure. And again, whether it's hydro flask or puff and drinkware and stuff, how do you go, though, get the message out there? I mean, there's, you know, so much stuff that's already out there. I mean, you may have the best product right in the world, but I mean,
2: did you guys use influencers? I mean, you know, what did you do? Yeah, so early on, we really thought this was going to take off online first. So we started spooling up and getting ads going and trying to figure out how to compete in that marketplace, which this would have been a holiday of 2018. And we didn't have a ton of luck. It was really, we thought it would be the type of product that could just go viral. And um, there's a, like you say, there's a lot of noise in that space. There's a lot, you're competing with a lot of other ad spend money to get your message heard. So we found that with our product, when people saw it in person, it was you, no brainer. Everybody loved it. In fact, the, the first time we sold into a store, the the person buying for the store didn't really have much of an interest in it. But a customer heard heard me presenting the idea and he came over and said, hey, I sorry to interrupt, but is that what I think it is? Can I buy two of those right now? So we found that in the retail space, people got it. Buyers understood it when you saw it and you could touch it with your hands and realize the quality of the product and the attention to detail that we put into these so we ended up actually avoiding online initially and went to try and build out a retail distribution which we now have over four thousand stores throughout the u.s so we're getting into the hands of consumers as they come by and see it and recognize the value and the and the quality of the product they're getting got it got it we're gonna hear from
0: you scott next because you're watching listening me david kogan host of the alliances hero show make sure that you go to alliances.com it is the only place where entrepreneurs line you can catch past interviews simply click on radio and you'll see over 1500 interviews that's right amazing to be here and stuff and amazing to have both of you guys here all right so scott man you launched hydroflask like everybody knows that
1: yeah it uh, you know certainly some some parallels here and you know there was actually two two founders of of hydroflask that preceded me I got the business off the ground and uh, sold to a high net worth individual who then recruited me into the business to, to grow it when it was uh, about, you know, 3 million in sales and, and 14 people. And, uh, you know, I think some similar things from a playbook standpoint, just there's places that consumers can go to discover products to hear about and learn about products, whether it's a kind of camping store or a gift store or a natural food store, kind of the better better retailers. And that's their job is to find those products and get it in front of consumers. So, you know, similar playbook to how Hydroflask got off the ground in a lot of the, the better retailers and, and just a place then ultimately for consumers to show their friends and talk to their friends about a product. So similar things also in just a, a product that's very visible and, and kind of in some parts an expression of who you are and uh, your values and, and how you like to have fun. And how did you both meet? Yeah, Ben's a small community. So there's, uh, you know, there there is that collaboration. There's that kind of stoke of being in a place like Bend, Oregon and being part of, uh, you know, the outdoor industry and, and companies that make products. So there's Hydroflask, there's Roughware, which is the kind of Patagonia for dogs. Of course, you'd have that in Bend, Oregon, right? Uh, there's a bunch of other outdoor brands, a local university, and it's kind of community of entrepreneurs and business leaders that I think get together and share best practices and, you know, think about advocating on behalf of our our region or or sometimes just getting out and having fun together uh, as a larger community, be it a ski day, uh, you know, mountain bike, outing, things like that.
0: Nice. Well, I'm sure you both have put in a ton of hours together, got to know each other really well.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) And counting. Here we go. (laughs) Yes.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. There seems there's there's never an end. It's only a beginning and continuing to grow. So and congratulations too on the growth of everything. Um, so what's this now about this one percent company? What's the what's what's all about that about giving back one percent, you
2: know? Yeah, we're a one percent pledge member. And so what that means is that we uh wanna we wanna be a brand that's not only looking out for shareholder value, but also just stakeholder value in general. So uh, very early on, we wanted to bake into the DNA of the organization that um, while we're doing well for ourselves, we want to be doing good for our community and doing good for the world. So we have uh, our our slogan is our tagline is is uh, fun together. And we've started kind of a cross departmental organization with a group within the within the company called Good Together. And that is where we get together and try and figure out how can we use our message, use our platform and our, and our relationships out in the community and through our retailers to spread the good that others are doing. So we don't want to be the arbiters of good so much as use our voice to share the good that others are out there doing and support them in the best way we can. So the most recent uh, activation there that we did was with a local organization called OAS, is Organ Adaptive Sports, where they te- take people that uh, for one reason or another have uh, challenges that would mean they normally couldn't go up and get some of the stoke out of skiing and snowboarding and just being up on the on the mountain and they help them through adaptive procedures and adaptive equipment uh, and training so they did a big fundraiser we were their summit sponsor we put some of our time money and effort into being a part of their you know making their message louder and so we look to do that on a regular basis be that quarterly or semi-annually for some of the larger campaigns that we'll start doing and just making sure that we're, we're doing our best to leave the world a better place and have a positive impact outside of just making a couple bucks for ourselves.
0: Great. And now maybe you could both chime in on this one is, is it's all about money, money, money and raising money, money, money. And you guys now completed your Series A uh, funding a few months ago. I mean, man, that's a huge challenge of its own. You could have the best product right in the world. But how do you get others to buy into that and most importantly, open their checkbooks?
1: Yeah, and I'll, I'll just say, uh, you know, kudos to the, the team here that got the business to the point it, uh, it got to, especially during a pandemic. You know, certainly sort of like nothing was easy for, for the team to land retailers like REI and Dick Sporting Goods and Bass Pro Cabela's, uh, you know, amongst others, get the product out, figure out how to, you know, innovate, how to build a team, how to, how to begin to grow. Uh, and so they closed their Series A led by two private company uh, funds, late in the year at a time when people just were not investing, you know, the economy is certainly full of uncertainty. And so really a credit to the opportunity to the team. Yeah. I, I, I joined alongside with the, the, the private equity investment and, uh, boy, the, you know, the investors are really excited about the, the future potential for the, for the brand. And like you said, uh, David, just, it's not easy, but, you know, at some point you need the kind of capital and the backing to build that foundation and to take the business to the next level. So uh, we're certainly excited to, to have them on the board and, and, you know, putting their shoulder behind the rock here and helping push, push the thing uphill. We're super excited about that.
0: How cool is that when you walk into these stores because you're in a ton of retail stores and like you see your product online, you're like, OK, where's my autograph? Who's going to come up to me? Like, I mean, how <laughs> cool is that to see it? Like, because so much, I mean, shelf space, right? is so rare and so hard to get.
2: Yeah, indeed. No, it's a it's a fun question. I remember one time many years ago walking by a bookstore in New York City and seeing people's books there, and I know there's so many authors in, in New York City, and I thought, oh, it would be interesting if you were the author of one of these books, you walked by and you saw it right there in the front, and yeah, maybe you get recognized. And um, I certainly, uh, I don't think any of us here are recognizable for our connection with Puffin, but it is really uh, a neat thing to see, you know, just about anywhere I go in the country, I can find a store that carries the product. And um, I get, you know, friends and family that are anytime they're out traveling and they see them, they're sending back pictures. So it, it's a really fun uh, experience to be a part of because it, it really is kind of like a once in a lifetime thing. I don't know that I'll have the, uh, the energy to go after something like this again. So to have, to have had the success we've had so far, uh, it, it feels really good. Certainly there's uh you've, you know, almost been a miracle, right? Being able to bring
0: something to market in that. Now there's children that are out there too, and they have may have an idea or they want to be able to make their mark or have something, you know, that they create, they draw. And they're like, this would be great. Others, what kind of secrets maybe of advice can you share with them that they can go and,
2: you know, and most
0: importantly to stay
2: motivated? Yeah, great. I'm sure Scott has some thoughts, too. But I think the, the thing that comes to mind for me, and um, this has been uh, well earned through the past 15 years of me trying to get ideas out of my head and out into into the real world, is that I, early on, I tended to ask myself, how do I do this? You know, whatever the task was, I thought, well, there's there's a way to do it. How do I do it? And I found that that was rather restrictive thinking. So I've switched that line of thinking. And so rather than ask how do I do something, I now ask how can I do something? And so rather than looking for a particular solution that maybe someone has used in the past, I'm open to all ways of getting there. Because like I said before, you're doing something that has never been done before. If you're doing something really entrepreneur related, really bringing something new to market, it hasn't been done before. So you're going to have to kind of bushwhack your way through uh, a new trail through the jungle and you're going to do that by leveraging the tools you have and figuring out how how can you do it and, and there might be uh, half a dozen or a dozen ways and you've got to pick the way to go but rather than seeking
1: out the right way to do it find a way to do it right yeah right. it's really nice. and the, the, the thing I quickly add is just you know leverage community leverage people that have gone before you it, it, the success of Hydroflask you know, it's directly attributed to some of the, the advisors and others that we we put into our community and learn from. So uh, I think that, that that just surround yourself with smart people, ask a lot of questions, and uh, yeah, just try to enlist partners in your uh, in your journey. It'd be it just kind of support network, advisors, investors, employees. Uh, yeah, it's it's just part of the journey.
0: Excellent, excellent. well, oh, great. Well, I got to tell you, Tyrone and Scott, you're giving consumers a smile by giving back their beverages in unique ways to stay cool, whether it's a hoodie, a life jacket, or a sleeping bag. And that's a hero. Scott Allen, CEO of Puffin Drinkware, former CEO of Flask. Tyrone Hazen, founder of Puffin Drinkware. Go to puffindrinkware.com. That's P-U-F-F-I-N-D-R-I-N-K-W-E-A-R.com. This has been David Kogan with the Alliance's Hero Show.
2: If you walk out of all the bands, okay, it's part of the show.